just made two cups of coffee But you're not here to drink it now Forgot you left before the morning Guess I'll never know who you're thinking about What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 49 of The Locker Room, brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. We got an awesome interview today with our new friend, Matthew Friend, who's an up-and-coming comedian. He's been blowing up on TikTok during the quarantine with his new show, Quarantime, where he does a ton of his awesome impressions that you guys will hear from in a bit. But before we get to that, I do want to talk about our friends at Manscaped just a little bit more. Have you ever been at a bar mitzvah when you were a young kid, 14 years old, 13 years old, however old you were, getting your first pubes on your balls and, you know, it gets caught in the zipper after taking a piss in between the grind line? Well, Manscaped can help you get rid of that because Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer and they make cleaning your balls, grooming your balls as best as the possible experience that it could be. And they want to make your testes their besties. So please do us a favor, get 20% off and free shipping with the code LACA at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code LACA. Your balls will thank you. And I do want to say what's up to the fellas. I know we've all had our, you know, shaving our balls experience, but how are you guys doing? How's Hanukkah going? It's good. It's good. Love the, uh, love the little ad read there. Love it. You did a great job. Was, did you come up with that? The, uh, the, the saying, what was that last one? The, uh, jewels or that? No, jewels? that's, that's manscaped. But I'm on, I'm honestly out of breath from doing that. That was, you know, that took a lot out of me. That was great, but I do want to say I'm super, super excited to get this Manscaped. I've never had something where I could actually get in there nice and deep black and get <laughs> the goals, so I'm pretty excited for that. Hanukkah's going so-so. You know, I'd rather be with the fam. I'd rather be just munching on a shit ton of food on a daily basis, but, you know, I got to stay in game shape and be ready. Um, besides that, what's going on, Maxi? Uh, everything's good. Uh, speaking of Manscaped, have you guys ever uh, ever experienced Balchies? I've actually seen that recently. What I don't know what that is though. No, it's what what is it? Bolting? It's like uh, basically when when you don't when you don't take care of your uh, down down low, well, it gooch. starts to stink a little bit. And uh, Manscaped has ball deodorant. How I'm very excited about the ball deodorant. How genius <laughs> is that? Ball that is deodorant. Genius. Never thought as of that. Could, as you could tell, though, we're all pretty fucking excited about this for all different reasons. My daddy, my daddy will be very excited about the ball deodorant, though. Also, Max, I think everyone will. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Max, we got, we should talk about the Hanukkah giveaways that that we've been doing. You, you, that was awesome. We got some uh, some good giveaways so far. Tonight, we got the the wine from Wink that we're giving away, and then we got some two more coming. Uh, the rest of Hanukkah here, but uh, definitely want to thank you, Maxi, for you know setting all that up. Of course, and obviously Scott, Scott helped a lot as well. Yeah, Maxi. Seriously though, the, the the giveaways were unbelievable. They're continuing to be unbelievable. I honestly, I wish I could like win some myself because I'm not getting any Hanukkah presents over here. But <laughs> um, besides that, I think we should get into a little oy vey. Um, I didn't really have anything crazy or too much crazy going on. Nothing too much, nothing too crazy in the news going on that I really saw. But my oive, honestly, I'm, and I don't like to keep it in sports, but was that Cleveland Browns-Baltimore Raven game. 
Um, last night, the line was plus three, Cle- uh, Cleveland was. And that safety at the end was the biggest joke I've ever seen in my entire life. One of the worst beats of the year, Max. So you, you could attest to that, Laz. You could attest to that. Um, pretty spectacular. Max is smiling over there. I'm assuming he had the Ravens plus <laughs> um, the Ravens minus three or something like that. Um, but yeah, I was completely I, starstruck. I actually turned the game off when, like, when I think the Ravens were up like 15 or or seven, or they were up like two scores, and I was like, "Oh, this is all over," and then turned it on when it was tied. Yeah, I was actually debating on taking the Ravens minus three, but didn't, and uh, that would have been quite the thrill. I'll be <laughs> honest; if that happened, it would have been the opposite. Would have been the opposite. You're saying you would have taken it. I said if I took if I took the Ravens minus three, the exact opposite would have happened uh, regarding Brown's the left. bad beats. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, did you guys see though that like I think FanDuel or some other gambling sites are like giving the Browns betters their money back? That's kind of ridiculous, no? Actually, yeah. They're, anyone I, who I had think, Browns plus three, they're like giving, they're like refunding them. And that's nuts. I mean, you you do a hook and ladder from the thirty yard line. I mean, come on, that's ridiculous. I I, I like it. I like it as a uh, PR and uh, gambling's not, PR, it's not PR that it, I, I think someone saw it. I don't, I don't know who said it. I, and I feel bad not giving the credit to the person who tweeted this, but I, it might've been big head actually, but gambling is not a participation trophy kind of thing. You know, you can't just like, Oh, you know what you tried and the Browns fucked you, but here's your money back. You can't do that in gambling. Except that for the person, it's part of the sport. Except for the person that bet 25 K on the Browns. Um, and they're fucking licking their chops right now. Thank you. FanDuel. So yeah, that's vice true. versa back and forth. That is true. On a, oh, I guess I'll go into my OVA. Um, my OVA, I just, I just thought it was in the spot. I honestly was not prepared for my OVA this week, but I went bowling on Saturday and I forgot how much fun that is. Like with, with, with regards to the pandemic, I mean, I was wearing a mask the whole time, first of all, but um, yeah, bowling is just an unbelievable time. I went on like a little double date. We had to take a shot every time we got a strike. So I was pretty drunk. Ended up getting Taco Bell late night. It was, you know, turned into a, uh, little fiesta but yeah i just that week away for me but bowling is is my thing because i forgot how much fun it is i haven't bowled in like five years so that's all i've got for you guys this week i i love bowling <laughs> i just i just haven't done it in so long i forgot how much fun it is um no we we would always go on wednesday nights in uh in college and it would be like i think it was nine dollar pitchers at this mm-hmm. one place and it was always a blast what's yours maxi uh mine's golf again so I don't know if you guys know uh, COVID rules with putting. You can't pull the stick out and they oh. elevated mm-hmm. the uh, the cup. And the rule is if you hit the stick, the putt's in. So I was playing with my buddies and I had probably like a 30 putt. And had I sunk it, we would have won the hole. And I hit it dead on, hit the pin and it didn't go in, but it hit the pin head on and popped out. The other two people didn't give it to me. I guess that might start uh, start something with people that golf. Is is that good or is or do you not do you not give it to someone depending on the speed of the ball? Course rule. It's got to be course rule. I would have went Max if I if I would have went and got the the course manager or whatever whatever it is got the rule book out because if you said that they changed it to that's the actual thing I would have I would have definitely got that out. Also, I do want to ask you: Is that same rule apply if you chip off the green? Like, or is it just putting? No. So if you green, you hit the pin, is it just, counted? Just putting, because if you if you hit the pin, even without COVID rules, and you chip and you get it on the green, you don't necessarily pull the pin. Yeah. So it wouldn't count. So it would just be for, it would just be for putting. So I was pissed. 
I want to change mine. What's yours? No, you can't change yours. Sorry. Okay, well, I'll just get into this next topic then. But I like I I know we talked about it before recording, but and I know you guys haven't seen it yet, but I guess our audience probably has. I watched the first episode of Queen's Gambit and I did not get the hype at all. Maybe that's just me, but I mean, I know you guys haven't seen it yet. But I mean, like, is that all you guys are hearing about is the Queen's Gambit? Queen's Gambit, yeah. everyone's playing chess now all of a sudden. Well, not of not not as of as of recently, but like a couple of weeks ago, yeah, it was strictly like Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit. It was like the number one show on Netflix. Um, I will say this. My girlfriend Courtney, who is the worst movie watcher ever, she's strictly like Wreck It Ralph Disney movies. She sat down and watched this show by herself and ran through it and said it was amazing. This is coming from somebody who hates movies, does not get into anything. Me, on the other hand, I haven't actually sat down and watched an episode of it just because I, I don't like, I don't see myself diving into it. Yeah, no, it's I don't see myself diving into it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna watch it. I could see Max being the guy that watches it and then all of a sudden he becomes a chess wizard. I I play chess. <laughs> I, I could have pegged that. <laughs> I love chess. Why haven't you watched it then yet? I don't honestly, I haven't even heard of it. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's everyone's like binge watch right now. I feel like that and the undoing is another one I've heard that I haven't watched yet. Nope. The fucking Mandalorian, baby. That is the show. I'm not even a Star Wars guy. I, I've seen the Star Wars, like I feel like I've seen majority of the star wars but i'm more of like an avengers marvel series kind of guy over star wars any day of the week um but i started this because some people told me like if you know like the gist of what star wars is this is kind of a, a different side of it and you'll love it i'm hooked dude finished season one already in like two days i'm locked in the only reason i would watch it is because of the baby yoda and my friend my friend reed who i talk about i feel like every episode now Reed's mom started like an Instagram account called baby Yoda mama. And actually I posted her the other night. Cause she posted with Lakas. Yeah. And, uh, it's just like the cute, like she Instagrams like every day, these like little baby Yodas in like different scenarios. It's actually the cutest thing ever. <laughs> she, she gets like a thousand plus likes on it. It's nuts. Yeah. Speaking of uh, the baby Yoda, like, and we have a, tic- a famous TikToker coming on the podcast. There was, you know, that TikTok that's like, bitch, I'm a mother. No, like, I can't like, say I do honestly. Like, All right. Well, it's like, <laughs> you want like the mandalorian and he's like the mandalorian's like carrying baby yoda and it's like bitch i'm a mother i'm sure i'm sure Kinsbury would love that one i might you might just send me that and i'll send it to my friend reed's mom she'll love that definitely but yeah i mean as far as those shows go i haven't actually seen any of them i haven't seen the mandalorian either i'm not really a star wars guy though no the scandal the scandalorian i mean i'll the tell you what is, i'll tell you what scandalorian <laughs> what is that like scandinavian but a baby yoda <laughs> the Scandalorian. Um, <laughs> speaking of the Scandalorian, no, not speaking of the Scandalorian, but I do want to talk about one of our sponsors, real quick, boys, Bagel Master. Family owned bagel store located in Syosset. They've been a member of the community for over 30 years. They are amazing, especially during the Hanukkah season. You want to get over there, you want to get all your fixings. They got the black and white cookies in Hanukkah cr- colors. Are you fucking kidding me? Black and white cookies? I don't know about you guys, you non Jewish listeners, but if you know what a black and white cookie is, you go get it, you go eat it. But they're amazing. If you haven't tried the locker room sandwich yet, I know Lazzy was down there the other day, took a picture of it, but it's amazing. Um, go in there, go try it, follow them at the Bagel Master. These guys are great. On a deeper note and a heavier note, I think we do have to just talk about what happened, I think, the other day at the North Shore Hebrew Academy High School. I saw this post on Instagram uh, under the account UPOC20. It's Y U P A C 20. And they had a thread just about how there was an anti-Semitic cyber attack on North Shore Hebrew Academy High School. If you guys haven't heard about it, this is like close to home for, for now, obviously. And Cap, you you were a Long Islander for quite a bit. but uh, I have family in New York as well. 
you know what? 2020 has just been so shitty and things are kind of starting to trend upward. It feels like, but there has been a lot of anti-Semitism over the you know last six, seven nights of Hanukkah. And, you know, I, I just, for me personally, we don't want to dive too much into it, but I think like it's just enough is enough, man. Like when is this, it's just crazy. When is this stuff going to end? Like in, in every aspect, not even just Judaism, just like all of it. It's just crazy. I mean, hopefully 2021 is around the corner and it just brings happier times. But um, wh- whoever hasn't heard about this, just, you know, take a second to read about it. And yeah, very well said Laz. Um, and for those people who, who haven't seen it, like you said, definitely go take the time and read it and uh, just spread the love. I mean, that's what we're trying to do with this podcast, spread the Jewish love, spread the love, especially during a time like Hanukkah where people are supposed to celebrate it, celebrate, um, just spread the love, spread the happiness, but on a happier note, let's get up. Let's get excited. We got Matthew friend. Um, Some of his impressions are so funny. We cannot wait for you to hear them. You guys ready to hop in? Let's do it. This guy grew up in Lincoln Park, Chicago, and was bar mitzvahed at Anshe Emet. He has made quite the name for himself over the last couple months with his online show Quarantine and with his incredible impressions. He's one of the funniest comedians out there right now, and we want to welcome him very warmly to the Locker Room Podcast, Matthew Friend. Matt, what's going on? We're super excited that you're here. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. So, obviously, let's just get into it right away. Not many comedians were able to transition right away once the quarantine and the pandemic kind of started, but you were one of those guys that immediately went to Instagram, TikTok, and put your content out there, and it's been extremely successful. I mean, not to, you know, this might sound bad, but the pandemic's kind of been a blessing for you in a sense, no? Yeah, no, I, I was just talking about this the other day. It, it really has. It's been a, I mean, it's a, it's a horrible period of time, don't get me wrong, but uh, I mean, creatively and in terms of my career, yes, I've been fortunate to pivot uh, in, in a really great way, I think. Like right when all of this started, I was prior to that, I was performing in comedy clubs in New York, um, like almost every night. I was still in school, but pretty much after that, I mean, I would be going into the clubs every night. And basically when I got home, I was like, I have to do something. So that's when I started really posting on TikTok. Uh, and I, I created this sort of mini late night style talk show from my house. I shoot it right here called Quarantine, which has been a lot of fun uh, over on Instagram. But the, the craziest uh, thing has really been on TikTok, the growth there and just the crazy opportunities that have arisen from it. Uh, like being on Jimmy Kimmel and, and then the Today Show arose uh, all out of out of TikTok, like my manager, my my agent, my voiceover agent found me on TikTok. So it's been like insane and like now just like the following has been wild, like just the amount of views I'm getting. It's been really exciting. What are you like 220K I saw today? Like 21K, I'm getting up there. I'm wow, you gained a thousand followers in the last hour when I last saw your post, or I guess it was yesterday maybe? <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> Can you explain how you came up with the quarantine show idea? Yeah, so uh, when I when I got home, I wanted to do uh, like something incorporating all of my impressions and characters and comedy, and that's when I had created this, this idea, uh, like a mini kind of platform to sort of um, showcase what it is that I do on, in a weekly format. And it's a consistent way to get all of the, my content out there and just to keep that comedy muscle going. So I've been doing it really since the beginning of the pandemic. And I've been working with my friend from college, Sebastian, who's been helping with the editing and, and also pr- production of it as well. Um, and he's been great. 
so it's just been a great sort of thing to like show and platform to assemble a lot of my different characters and impressions. And I think it'll come in handy uh, one day. It'll be fun to look back on. Yeah, oh, definitely. Are you kidding me? When you're older, you're looking back at all, this, all the, 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 the shit you did when you were younger to how you, to, to show how you like became who you are, like, in yeah. your and stuff like that. It's gonna be pretty cool. But Matt, I feel like you were one of those guys in like the public speaking classes early on in college. You were just like the standout, like everybody's like, oh, I need to hear these speeches, like, just like earning for Matt to come up in front of the class. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think I took like a couple, maybe one speech class, possibly, maybe two. Uh, but no, I definitely like in, in theater, like comedy settings. I think that's where I've always been able to naturally, uh, stand out, I would say. Yeah. Definitely. And, uh, right around the corner, we got Hanukkah. Uh, yes. I'm pretty excited. I know. Like, I, I mean, I can't <laughs> wait. I, this is like one of the first years, actually not one of the first years, but another year I'm going to have to celebrate by myself. Um, but I'll make the most of it. I'll get my menorah. I'm not too worried. Um, are you somebody who shops like ahead of time or are you one of those guys like last minute? I'm a last minute guy. All you know, uh, I think. It's like, it's been like a family ordeal the past few. I, I honestly haven't really done that much Hanukkah shopping myself. I mean, like, I, I, I order things, I get things delivered, but no, I, I have done like, I remember I, a big thing I would be, a big thing would be like to wait in line at the Apple store, like for like the, the newest phone or like whatever was coming out. So I, I do have memories of that, but in terms of like getting, getting things early, uh, yeah, no, I think we get it. We're pretty organized in my family. We, we, everybody's on top of different gifts. I mean, it doesn't even feel like Hanukkah, honestly. I feel like. This whole year has just gone completely. I don't even know what time it is anymore. It's it's insane. That's what we were talking about on last week's episode. How Hanukkah gets no hype compared to Christmas. Maybe you can maybe you <laughs> yeah. can write a show or something that yeah, no, we, we I, need we need our version of Elf or like you know. Santa I know it, that's that's why Adam Sandler did the Hanukkah song because there were no Christmas songs and he wanted to make the Jewish kids feel better. <laughs> yeah, we need that. Yeah, I was literally saying, like, we need, like, all the big-time guys, Adam Sandler, Seth Rogen, we need all of them to, like... Well, they're, they're all Jews, so you'll be you'll be good there, yeah. Um, So back until your stand-up comedy career a little bit more, when was, like, your... What was your first performance, like, I guess? And then, also, have you ever, like, bombed on stage, or what was, like, your worst experience you ever had? Yeah, so my first performance, in terms of, like, when I started doing stand-up... Well, I mean, I started doing impressions when I was four years old, and I did an impression of Austin Holy Powers... Shit. Yeah, that was my first, uh, and then it's since developed into this like this crazy list and repertoire, like over 250 different impressions that I do now, and I have like a whole list on my phone, which is just kind of insane. Uh, but in terms of like my first stand-up performance, I think it, w- it would have been like high school, like some random open mic type thing that I had done. Actually, I have like other memories of like I think maybe middle school, like doing like Second City type classes, maybe like an improv thing. But in terms of bombing on stage. There have been times where, like, some jokes haven't worked, but I, fortunately, I always have, like, the impressions to save me. So, like, <laughs> if, if if I feel like performing one night and just doing material that is not impressions-related and that's not going well, I'll say, Stewie Griffin for the save. Thank you. And I'm fine. <laughs> uh, so it works out well. That's so funny. Yeah. But uh, I was going to say, too, because, like, in my fantasy football group, whatever you call it, the punishment yes. one year was for the last place person to go to an open mic and do stand-up. Because it is, it's so hard and uncomfortable being up there and like just like expecting to make hundreds of people laugh. I mean, it's got to be a weird feeling the first time you do it, right? I think like for most, I mean, I think, I think so. I mean, I think I'm more like natural up there. I think it's just, that's my personality. I think I'm just, uh, I really love being and performing in front of people. That's why I do it. I mean, I think mm-hmm. there is like a fear element. I would say, I think it is sort of, I think Jerry Seinfeld talked about this a lot. It's like a martial art. It is kind of like a sport. It's you versus them. You could argue 
get to play, play hockey. So you can, we're not each other's teeth out with sticks, but in some <laughs> ways it can, it can feel like that at a certain point when like no one is laughing and there's just dead silence and it's just you up there. And so that, that can be a very scary thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand, obviously, like you said, the tea thing. But uh, so you do so many incredible impressions like you just did with Stewie Griffin. Yeah. Um, and I've actually I've become a big fan of yours since I first heard of you, I think, back in April. And Thank you. I, uh, I Thank have you so to, much. I came across the Sebastian Maniscalco impression. Sebastian's my favorite comedian. And I, I was I enjoy his content. We're going to do it. I was, I was dying at the, like the day in the life you did at Sebastian when you, Oh, were, you like that? You watch that? The, the, yeah. the, the, it's like 15 minutes long. That was a long one. I watched the whole thing when you were Thank at you. Chipotle. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but I was wondering if we can kind of put you on the spot and give you yes. like three, three scenarios. Give me the scenario. Breakfast. I was born to do that shit. Hit me up. Let's go. <laughs> So the first scenario we got for you, these aren't all going to be Sebastian, but the first one, which I'm sure you're familiar with, Sebastian Maniscalco at the Passover table. I got a wife. She's a Jew. There's a different shit at the Passover table. What I'm going to tell you is you got to let the Jews handle the organizational factor of who's invited to the dinner. But as far as the cooking goes, what is physically put on the plate, you got to let the Italians cook the meal. <laughs> I don't want to eat parsley and egg. I want to eat pesto spaghetti. Okay. <laughs> Guys, before you continue, it's so like not even just the voice, the head twitch is just so spot on. I don't know if people are going to be watching this, but yeah. No, we uh we post some video if you know. Oh, we definitely post some videos. Yeah. So yeah, it's a fun. great time. We enjoy the the Jews, the Italians. It's a great mixture. Very fun. So the next scenario we got for you, and I know you've defined this as three different ways to do it, but Barack yes. Obama opening. Yes, a, you really opening, did your research there. Yeah. Barack opening a Hanukkah present. Let's see. Well, uh, you know, I have to say that when you do an Obama impression, you have to realize that there's a couple. It's like music. There's a couple different modes to the voice. <laughs> so when you look at a Christmas present. You had to, to realize a couple different things. Number one, where did the gift come from? You got to say if it is from a family member or a close friend. You had to know that I am going to write a thank you note no matter who gave the gift to me. <laughs> if you don't like the gift, you will smile. You will say I am appreciative because I am my brother's keeper. I am my sister's keeper. And every gift matters. We are not giving gifts to red states or blue states, but <laughs> the United States. Thank you so much, everybody. Oh, I'm dying. I'm dying. The laugh, too. The laugh is the fun. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, so I got I got one more for you. Yes. John Oliver coaching his kid's soccer team. Are you fucking kidding me? My <laughs> motherfucking son is horrendous at soccer. <laughs> it's a fucking embarrassment, really. I grew up in the United fucking Kingdom, and for me to watch my pathetic American son barely be able to fucking use his legs properly <laughs> is fucking mortifying. Thank you very much. Oh That's God. amazing. Yeah. Which which one's your favorite to do? These days on TikTok, I'm having a lot of fun with Rami Malek, uh, mm -hmm. the actor. He's a fun guy to do. I enjoy that. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, Jew, right there. Yes, yes, Jeff Goldblum. I like the younger references, like Timothy Chalamet, Army Hammer. There's a lot of ones I haven't posted on TikTok that I do, though, like Paul Giamatti. 
Oh, Paul Giamatti, very well. What I can say is that I am having a blast on the show. Uh, so yeah, it depends. <laughs> Matt, I, uh, speaking of your impressions, uh, I just recently saw your big mouth impressions, which I thought were so spot on. It's actually- hey, my dog, Coach D-Man, so forget my dog. Oh my god. Like, why would you bring that up on the lucky room? <laughs> That's unreal. But did you see the, the most recent season yet? Did you watch it? Did you know, you I haven't it? seen it yet. I'm gonna watch it. I, I, I know it's bad that I haven't watched it. I'm going to, I'll probably binge all of it, like, in like a night. So Nick Kroll's got to be one of those guys you looked up to as well. I mean, he's what is he? He has what, what seven different characters he plays in the show, right? The, yeah, the, yeah. No, he he's great, brilliant. Him and John Malone, both brilliant people. Okay, I don't know where they come up with these voices and characters. It's great, but uh, I love them both. Kroll's great. He's very. I feel like he could be in this show in the locker room. I, he's like another Jew. I feel like I know. You know? He's yeah. definitely someone we're trying to get. I mean, we love him. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. That would be great. Huge fans of Nick Kroll, that's for sure. He is great. No, no, I was going to say, so sticking in the Jewish theme a little bit, um, I got to do one more, ask you for one more. Please, go. Um, an impression of a Jewish grandma. Okay, well, I can do an impression of my, I, I don't know if it's like necessarily a Jewish grandma. I do, I, do, <laughs> I, I do my grandmother's laugh. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> a Jewish grandfather, which is my grandfather, who was one of my first impressions I've ever did. And he kind of sounds like Al Pacino and Dr. Fauci. He's like, Matthew, hello. That's how he answers the phone. Hello, Matthew. Hi. This is unbelievable. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's a fun guy to do. Yes. Fantastic. The reason the reason I said that is because every um, I brought my girlfriend to to my uh, Passover a while back. And she specifically remembers my grandma going, oh, Justin, like, you got to try the gefilte fish. Like, that's how yes, my grandma yeah, no, it. You know what I mean? There's, there's definitely a, a certain rhythm to how, how uh, the Jewish grandparent could speak. Exactly. Absolutely. Hello, Matthew. Hi. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> Are there you any bring there? it over here, you get Dr. Fauci right here. When you start doing more Fauci, yeah. then you bring it back. You get my grandfather. <laughs> exactly. Pacino. Oh, yeah. No, it's crazy. I love it. Are there any new impressions that you're working on currently? Or? There's always impressions I'm working on. Uh, it's kind of like a crazy thing where uh, there's always different people I'm doing. Uh, I've been watching The Bachelorette this season, so I'm trying to get some of those guys down. There's some other like politicians I'm working on. I'm working on like Sean Mendez and Harry Styles. Harry Styles, he he always says the word probably. He's like, um, probably. <laughs> Harry Styles, probably not wearing Gucci. So he's got a weird voice, and I'm excited to get that. But there's always ones I'm working on, yeah. These must take you forever to master, right? How long does it usually take? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, it's just a lot of, like, people ask me, like, how do you do an impression? Like, I want to learn. It's like, A, I think, like, it's like, how do you get good at hockey or basketball? It's like, there's natural ability mixed with, like, you're doing it a lot, you know? Repetition. Uh, So, like, um, I think, like, for me, it's more of a personality. Like, I'm just constantly doing them, like, it's probably really annoying. No, it definitely is really annoying for the people around me. I wouldn't want to live with this, but uh, <laughs> but, but um, uh, it's uh, it's just constantly talking like other people, and then like like really like like you just like start to figure it out. Like, you become Army Hammer, so like you start speaking like him right now. Like 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 it's crazy. Like it just comes out of you. It's it's insane. So it's just a lot of like I'll be walking down the street. I was walking I was walking with my sister the other day. I was walking like Prince Charles from the crown. Like my hands were behind my back and I, my, my head was like down. Was like, yes, it's a great, it's a great weather. It says, 
feeling fantastic. It's instant release. <laughs> I love it. I love it out here. And so that's just what it what it takes, I guess. Yeah, you probably never get bored with yourself, which is which no, is. no. <laughs> No, I, feel I, like at the, I feel like at the same time, though, Matt, you're like the best person to be around at like any party, any get together. Yeah, yeah like, I have a, a thing which I've talked about, like party trick impressions, which exactly. is like you're, you're drinking and I can blow your mind. Like I, one of my favorite <laughs> go-tos is uh, Roger the Alien from American Dad. So it's like you're drinking. I go, who ate all the pecan sandies? I mean, this is crazy. So I want good. my chocodiles and I want them now, okay, people? Yeah. Yeah, that's a fun one. Uh, so <laughs> it's wild. No, definitely. So, Matt, we uh, we want to get into a segment that we have on this podcast that we like to close out the interview with called Matzah Ball Minute Questions. Yes, I like this. Are you ready? I like this. So, who's your all-time favorite cast member on SNL? Oh, my God. Well, all-time um, favorite cast member on SNL. Oh, my God. Uh, well, currently, I mean, I would say, like, inspiration. Uh, I would say, like, Keenan. Fortunately, I've, like, he's, like, been a key part of my career thus far so that's like keenan i currently a legend i love him all time oh my god well i mean like more recently i would say bill Hader. i mean i think all time though probably like phil hartman uh i would say um i think so so what is your favorite stand-up comedy special oh my god uh this is like <laughs> picking children uh favorite comedy <laughs> special of all time shit um, nice job johnny Favorite comedy special of all time. It's like so hard to pick. Um, well, you know, this is one of my favorites. I thought, well, how great was Eddie Murphy's Delirious? I mean, Delirious is so good, uh, Eddie Murphy. Uh, but I didn't see that. Time. All time favorite comedy special. Let me think about this for a second because there's just so many that I love. Do you mean like, how about like recently, like now, or like of all time? How about whatever, whatever favorite, comes to your mind. How about your one? How about one of your one of your favorites of the, I guess the newer generation, like currently, and maybe one of your okay, favorites. Okay, I think past. anything. I think you know. Let me, I, I think class clown George Carlin uh, would be my favorite. One of my favorites. Uh, yeah, uh, George Carlin, right there for all the kids listening. Uh, that's an insane album, right there. It's wild. Like he does all these noises and talks about what it was like growing up as a class clown. So that's a great one. As far as recently, um, I think Mark Norman does some great stuff. Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco is brilliant. Oh, I, actually, in, in terms of recently, this is a lot, my answer is going on way too long, but I would say new <laughs> in ta- maybe uh, new or Kid Gorgeous or New in Town, John Mulaney. John Mulaney. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, I love John Mulaney. He's insane. He's great. He's great. Insane. So Matt, if you could, uh, if you could have been a cast member in any movie, what movie would you pick? Oh my God, this is insane. Uh, I would say uh, I would have picked Ocean's Eleven, maybe to be with Great like movie. Frank Sinatra, uh, but the original cast: Sinatra, Peter, La- Peter Laffer, was he in that? Yeah, um, Sammy Davis Jr. And then I think I, I would love to be have been in Austin Powers because that was my my inspo <laughs> movie. Um, <Gold> member. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Gold Member. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, I would have been with Chow in The Hangover, and that's that's that would have been it. <laughs> Those are great lineup. ones you picked. You picked great some lineup. absolute classics. Yeah. Speak, uh, speaking of that, what is your dream ven- venue to perform stand-up at? Uh, stand-up? I mean, a dream venue to perform at would be uh, probably the SNL stage, Studio 8H, right in Manhattan. <laughs> That's the goal of the dream. But in terms of, like, a venue, I mean, to perform, I would say, like, the ultimate, ultimate dream, if there even still as a host by then, I would say the Oscars would be the ultimate, the ultimate high-end dream. But I mean, I think what would be really cool would be like to perform at the Chicago Theater, which is where Mul- I think Mulaney did one. Or actually, no, I've seen Mulaney perform there, but in Chicago would be really cool. 
Radio City Music Hall. I have big dreams, as you can yeah. tell. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you're naming the, the cream of the crop here. Yeah. Which is good. It's good to aim high. Yes. Well, Matt, last one, Matt. Where Please. Do see, where do you see your career in five years? You know, however anyone answers this question, it could either sound like overly humble or like just really arrogant. Or, I mean, I, think, I, I would say where I want my career to be in five years, I would say I want to be, you know, doing a, a you know, a, a lot of voiceover work, and I would say, hopefully, have more television experience. Um, I mean, I would say the goal by that point in time, uh, something like SNL, if not SNL, something like that show, creating my own content, um, and just my name more out there. I uh, hope the pandemic will be over by then. President Joe Biden will be in his second term, and uh, it's going to be great. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I was going to say SNL seems like the perfect fit. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, if it if it happens, I, I hope you guys, I hope we can do another interview when I'm on. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to. And, and I will say on top of that, that I, I do have high hopes for you as well. I mean, just thank you so much. Yes. Content. I would not be surprised to see high th- or big things in five years. I, I I really appreciate that. Thank you. And and if you're killing it in the NHL, then we'll have to hang. <laughs> or, the podcast, or if the podcast just blows, which it will. Yes. If it yes. blows. Blows up. <laughs> But uh, so we got one last question Please, for you. Please go ahead. This Happy. one's a little deeper though, so yes. I want you to take a second to think. It's not a matzo ball minute. We got a rapid fire. I love but it. If you could talk to the 15 year old version of yourself, what kind of advice would you give him? Well, I am 15, so not uh, <laughs> hard. Um, I would just say, I mean, that's such a good God. These are really great. These are great questions. I would say, um, you know, keep following your gut, your instinct. Uh, I always loved the Steve Jobs quote of you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. You have to trust in your gut, instinct, karma. I mean, just I've always been following my gut and my passion and my, and my dream. I pretty much I'm like one of those people who's kind of I had different interests in high school, but I always kind of knew what I wanted to do as a little kid. I was always the guy doing impressions and voices and stuff like that. I just say like, keep on keep on this path and don't uh, like worry what people think about it. Beautiful. You know, you kind of run. And keep on smiling. Yes. Keep on <laughs> giggling. And be humorous and make your friends giggle and laugh all the time. Yes, it's fantastic. Yeah. Well, we, we want to thank you so much for doing this. Thank We're you. Huge fans these are, of yours. These, these are such Andy Cohen-esque. Do you guys ever watch Andy Cohen? No. Yeah. Watch What Happens Live. He, he's the guy who hosts Watch What Happens Live. He has a lot of, like, Jewish-esque segments. And some of the names, the Matzah Ball Minute reminded me of that. So thanks for having me on, guys. Well, that's high praise. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're rooting for you, and hopefully we'll, uh, you know, watch your career to keep growing. Thank, I, I'm rooting for you. I, I hope the NHL thing works out, and I hope for you, Johnny, that uh, whatever you do is, is going <laughs> to work. And I hope that for Max, uh, he continues to join Zoom meetings and not show his face. I love that, Max. <laughs> well, no, thanks for having me. It was great fun. Hey, I got to uh, give Maxie some slack. He's our producer. He does a lot behind the scenes, so. I, I I know how hard producers work, so I give Max the credit as well. Max showed his face earlier. It was <laughs> this almost before I go, this almost feels like um I feel like we should do like some uh like say the Shema or do some like prayer or something, or should we wrap it up? We yeah, haven't done that. We're not that religious, but if you want to lead us, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean it is called the Ladki Room, so yeah. yeah. If you want to lead you, us, go for it. <laughs> I'm good. But thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. But, uh, yeah, happy Hanukkah. Best of luck. You too. Thanks, Matt. Thanks so much. Thank you. See ya. Bye.
That wraps up another wonderful interview with Matthew Friend. He's now our friend. He's a big friend of the podcast. We hope he's your friend. Go follow him on all platforms. Matterday Night Live. The guy is absolutely hilarious. Our second comedian we got on, other than Jared Freed, and I feel like Matt's like a different kind of comedian, like a, more of an impressionist, but he's so funny. You definitely go check out all of his videos. Yeah, Cap, you were kind of saying it in the interview. I mean, I, I think we both won't be surprised to see where he goes and how much he succeeds in his career. I mean, this guy's literally blown up during the quarantine. Like, I, I never heard of him until April, until the quarantine happened, and then his show Quarantine, which has been awesome on TikTok, and his impressions have really just taken off, I think, in this you know weird time that we're all in, and he transitioned so well to the social media stuff. Yeah, and honestly, looking back, not even uh, just him, like other guests we've had on, Serena Kerrigan, like them doing stuff Oh, during this quarantine. You're seeing people like succeed during this quarantine when a lot of people are in the gutters, losing their jobs. And you got people like Matt, Serena, guys like, I mean, guys like us who started the Locker Room Podcast, you know, during the quarantine, stuff like that. It's all this stuff. So, I mean, it's looking good. It's looking good for the Jews, baby. Yeah, no, definitely. We want to thank him once again. And we also want to thank a sponsor that I want to take a quick word to, to talk about, Mindset Wellness CBD. Mindset Wellness CBD, they're a brand new full spectrum CBD company infused with terpenes and vitamins that can provide all natural anxiety relief. They have several different mindsets, including happy, calm, focus, health, beauty, and rest, which are meant to be taken together to customize your mindset. Go to mindsetwellnesscbd.com and use code LACA for 10% off of your order and free shipping. And feel free to check out their Instagram at mindsetwellnesscbd. I told them that I would take a happy gummy on camera because I do love my Mindset Wellness CBD. I don't know. I'm covering the label here, I think. Can you see yeah, it? Yeah, turn it, turn it. There you go. There you go. I love my Mindset Wellness CBD. I love the happy ones. I do feel much happier when I take them, so I'm going to do it right now on camera. Kind of chewy, but I give love the them. Give us, the, uh, give us the one bite. I, I lost uh, taste and smell, so I can't really taste it. Oh, anymore. you still don't have it back? Yeah. still don't have it back, but I can sense the – the sugary feeling in my mouth right now, but I will go to sleep happy tonight. That is for sure. Um, they're awesome. So we want to thank them once again. I think after you've been like, obviously you can't overdose on the happy ones, but you might need to take a break from the happy and use a little more beauty mindset wellness ones. Yeah. I have the beauty downstairs, but uh, yeah. <laughs> that's that unbelievable. Be, I can maybe help my looks. I actually, I'm growing out the beard too, kind of going to the hair. I'm just, I'm just all over the place right now, but uh, I think that wraps it up for this episode. We want to thank Matt once again, um, you know, feel free to follow him on at Matter Day Night Live on Instagram and then on TikTok. I think he's Matter Day Night Live as well. Um, he's awesome. And Cappy, you want to say the final words? Yeah, no, I was also just going to say, let us know also too. like send us what your favorite impression was that he did on the podcast, stuff like that. And also reach out to him. I mean, he's he loves his fans. When he found out that Laz and I were like big fans or like he was so happy, so excited. So definitely reach out to him, reach out to us. And we appreciate all the support. Thank you guys so much. Anyway, enjoy the rest of Hanukkah, and we'll talk to you guys next week.